This podcast right here is called I Said What I Said with Joe and Janelle, where we talk about any and all sports. But right now, we're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys and some college football. What's up, Janelle? What's up, good people? It's all good. It's all good. We got a lot of ground to cover as per usual. And we're going to kick this thing off with the uh, Dallas Cowboys last weekend against the Patriots. Right, right. I'm loving it. 38-3. Yep, 38-3. Another blowout against a terrible team. All right now. Well. I bring up stuff. Well, it is what it is. I mean, it's, it's what is it? Three win? What are we, three and one? Should be four and oh. You know, we don't have to let down against the Cardinals. Uh, but you got to admit, the Patriots were pretty bad. Yeah, they said it was Belichick's worst loss. Yeah, yeah. A 35-point loss. Well, that's what happened when you can't develop a quarterback. Or when you do develop a quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo or Garoppolo, and Tom Brady runs him off. You let Tom Brady run your future off, and Tom Brady left. Now you don't have no future. But uh, I thought the Cowboys played pretty well. I thought that uh, the defense didn't give them the, the Patriots any hope. Uh, I, I thought they kept Michael Parsons on the field too long after he got hurt. I thought they kept the starters in. They're going to they gonna regret doing that type of stuff. When you blow somebody out, you got to get your people out of there sooner. Um, and we had the return of, of uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Yes. <laughs> it kind of broke my heart a little bit. He yeah. don't, he. He didn't look right over there on the other side. But I did enjoy the fact that, you know, when the game was over, they just hugged him and embraced him like, like you know, nothing. Yeah. No time had passed. He and hugged so everybody. I did like that. Yeah, he hugged the trainers. He hugged the strength coach. He hugged everybody. And you could tell he missed this place. And the tribute they gave him was pretty good. You know. I'm, I miss Zeke. Zeke was a tough player. Uh, he played. He was a team player. He was an all-around player. Very physical. Very good at protecting the quarterback. Been very good in pass pro. A lot of people don't realize that with running backs. Um, yeah, I miss number twenty-one. The Cowboys miss number twenty-one, even though they didn't want to pay him. That's part of their goal line problems right now. But in my in my last tribute to Zeke, I want to play a. I'm on. I'm gonna play a clip for you. This is an 83-yard touchdown run against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers when he was a rookie. This is my favorite Zeke play of all time. And the Cowboys have their season-long play of 83 yards. Well, I mean, you talked about it earlier as far as a run game for a rookie quarterback. I mean, how, how about when you come out backed up, second and 18, and you're able to throw a screen pass to Ezekiel Elliott, and he goes the distance. Yeah, that was a big play, man. I, I remember when he was a rookie, 
and he slid out to the right to the right side of the sideline and went up the side eighty three yards up the sideline through all the Pittsburgh Steelers, and that was especially I, I mean. I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers, so that was a great play for me. Yeah, him and Dak started at the same time. And I must say between the two of them, Zeke is who I who I leaned towards the most. Yeah, it's weird how that works because Zeke was, to me, Zeke was the highest dra- high drafted player. He was first round. Dak was fourth round. Zeke was always the better player, but it's the position of running back that beats a person up. You know, seven years, uh, seven thousand some yards, sixty some yards, sixty some touchdowns, and a lot of beating. And you know, Dak ended up getting paid the most money. That really ran Zeke out of town, kind of. But yeah, out of the two stars, I, I did like Zeke the most. I think a lot of people was like that. Yep, and of course. The thing that is memorable about him, of course, is the Salvation Army pot. Mm-hmm. You know, he started that, and so I loved that about him, too. Oh, yeah, jumping in the pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he always had kind of a wild side to him, you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the, sure. the, the, the cutoff shirt that he wore, yeah. the, cutoff, the cutoff shirt and then the cutoff suit that he wore to the draft, showing his abs, and then the nose ring and the. He, he was just wild, you know, but he was, he we, we loved him anyway, you know. Right. That's the kind of thing about him. He, yeah, yeah. You never knew what he was going to do. And he, that whole Salvation Army thing turned into a big donation thing, didn't it? Something like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah because yeah. he, like, I think they had the most donations that year. And then it just became a thing, right? The following year. Oh, yeah. Um. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't help but smile when it comes to, to Zeke. Yeah. One of him to be one of the all time Cowboys. I don't know if he's gonna make it in the Ring of Honor, but man, he was here and he was gone. And yeah, he looked funny in a Patriot uniform, and I, he didn't play well. The whole team didn't play well. The week before he played well, he had like sixteen for eighty the week before. But I don't know. I just thought the Patriots' game plan was terrible in that game. And the Cowboys, we as we move forward, the Cowboys gonna play a real team this week, right? They're going to play the 49ers. Yeah, we talked about the 49ers like in the first week because remember uh, our boy Parsons had something to say on behalf of Nick Bosa's, you know. Oh, his contract, yeah. Contract, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to be liking Nick Bosa's money because his going to be bigger. But I need them to protect Mike a little more, take him out the game. Like I said, he, he, he was limping around and going to the tent and all of that. Hey, man, take care of your man right there. You whooping somebody like that, take him out the game. But the 49er game, Mike McCarthy has some, some, some stuff to say about the 49er game. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to break down what he said because it don't really make that much sense to me. Balance it, or how do you? Um, I think it's like anything. You always want to be in balance. You know, I mean, it's obviously it's an important game. You know, you understand the history. I mean, there's obviously a lot of tradition uh, with this, with this, with this game. So, I mean, it's all part of it. Uh, You live, you live, you know, you live to play in these kind of games. Uh, You dream about these kind of games. So, you don't want to make it bigger than it is. Uh, But you know, it's it's just not. It's just you know, the reality is, it's not just another game. 
Now, what was that? Well, did you did you hear that? I heard it. Well, he said he is not going to get caught up in the hype with y'all. That's what that said. I think, well, he said, I thought, I, I done heard this about 17 times. He said, it's not a big deal, but it's it's not just another game. Which one is it? He first he talked about balance, then he said, "Oh, it's not really a big deal, but it's really not. It's re- it's, it's it's just not another. But it really it, it's just not another game, though. I think it's a big deal. I don't know what the hell he's talking about, but I, I think it's a big deal because they." They have been in some one-score game with the 49ers, right? It's been one score. It's like the, you feel like the 49ers blew them out because our offense, you know, with Dak throwing interceptions and turn on, turn the ball over and us and Tony Pollard getting hurt and us just not having no no hope. You would think the 49ers blew them out, but the last two times they played, it was a one-score game. So, right. Well, know. and the 49ers, haven't they been the team – that the last two years have kept us out of the playoffs? Yeah. Or, well, oh, yeah. advancing, let's yeah. say that. Yeah, kept us from advancing. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a big deal because if they win, man, man, I hate. Well, I, maybe he's saying it because of, it's, it's I don't know, week five and – you know, when the chips are really counting is playoffs. when we are in the playoffs. I don't know. Yeah. you. I guess coaches like to play that stuff down because if they, if they win, they can, they can say, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, we'll see what he say when, 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 if they win, he'll say, well, it's just one game and we got to take them one at a time. Hell no, no, let's be real about it. I know what coach trying to say, and I know what coach can't say, but I'm going to say what coach needs to say. Hey, we need to kick their butt because they done got us the last two times. They done put us out to playoffs. They put us out to playoffs last year. They talked a lot of noise afterwards. Uh, we got to get this game. All that other stuff we've been doing don't mean nothing. If we we lose to the 49ers, no, this team need to, this team need to get that out to, get that out their system. We got to beat these guys this week. That's just that's what coach needs to be saying right now. Well, yeah, and the word on the street is essentially the Dallas Cowboys and the 49ers are the teams to beat in the NFC right now, right? So, yeah, see that, that 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 that's I got you. You say you saying for now? Or you for say, now? Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Okay, cuz you know how things change. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah. I can see that. And, you know, I think down the road, you know, we haven't even met up with the Eagles yet. So. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Man. The way they playing, too. Yeah. That's uh, uh, the commanders, too. I almost said skins, but commanders, too. Look, they looking good. You know, they looking. Everybody is talented except for the Giants. You know, the Giants look like crap this year. But let's let's talk about the Cowboys offense. Um why would they win? Why would they lose? Uh 
if the Cowboys can, if the, to me, if the Cowboys can keep from turning the ball over, that's what's been hurting us in these one-score games. A fumble, an interception by number four, the cover of the rain Prescott. And uh, it, that's been the problem on offense. The whole, the, that's our whole thing. Our whole thing with the 49ers is we can't keep the ball. We got to be able to run the ball. We got to be able to control the ball. Both teams like to run the ball. And one team is gonna win in time possession, and that's gonna make the other team get out of get out of their game. So it's gonna be interesting to see who can control the line of scrimmage first. For sure, and I feel like um, you know there was a comment made that Dak is getting used to sitting back and watching the Dallas cow watching the Dallas defense do its thing. I think that's a little unfair. It's but. very unfair. Yeah. Um, you know who said that though, and I don't like him no way, Stephen A. Oh no, um, no, no. We 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 on the same sheet of music. We on the same sheet of music. I don't know if we can still be partners if you like Stephen A. No, Stephen A. is that's a bunch of BS right there. Right. He don't even know football. He don't know. He don't. He a basketball guy, but he just be he be making up stuff. Dak been putting in work. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Like I, you know, it's like. If I know that, you know, everybody's thought is is that the Patriots was a sorry team, but still, if we're looking at stats, like, we had 22 first downs, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, versus the 10 that they had. And right. so, that's not, you know, that's not small potatoes, you know? No, that means you got 22 first downs. That means you got, you winning the time of possession game. You know, that you, you possessing the ball. And then when a team got ten first downs, that means that they 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 hurrying up. You know they don't they not, they don't have that much. They don't have the ball that much, and they ain't doing nothing with it. But yeah, twenty two first downs is a, is an excellent stat to point out because that means you 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 controlling the time, and that's putting in work, which leads to Stephen A. dumbass saying dumbass stuff. Right. You know, it's just that's just what he do. But I think so I just think that's that's you know I think that's gonna play a big part. I think yeah, sure the defense is on both teams. You know I wouldn't be surprised if the score isn't very high, right? Yeah. Okay. What was it? Nineteen or something? Nineteen to twelve or something in the playoff game? I can't remember. But uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think the score is gonna be very high. I don't think it's gonna be a lot of broken plays because both defenses are pretty good. Is the like I say when they, if they get the the ground game going, then it's gonna work out. It'll work out. The winning That's team, true. the winning team is the one that's gonna be able to run the ball the best. Yeah, I'm excited about it. You oh, know, yeah. it's they got a old Terrell Owens on the commercial promoting the game on Sunday. Um in the previews, so I wonder who he pulling for. Now that's a good because you know we both know he played for both. So yeah, he made the most money in Dallas. He probably won the most games in uh, in uh, San Francisco. So he played in San Francisco the longest. He had to bid with the Eagles, and then he came to Dallas. I think, yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's that's how it went. I don't know that he had a trail of teams after that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's pretty interesting right there. 
Um, so yeah, that's that's uh. But on defense, I think uh, I think if if we can get to the quarterback, Zach Brock Purdy been pretty good. He's won twenty one, I think twenty one games in a row. Twenty one. He's never lost a start yet, mm-hmm. a regular season start yet. So we'll see what happens with him. You know, he's pretty well, good. They got Parsons. He had something to say about it. He said he didn't think that you know that. They've been cap people. Other teams have been capitalizing on, you know, he didn't say he was a bad player that he's not been playing good. He's like, you know, he did say he has definitely improved um, over the time. You know, yeah, it's he said we just got they got to Our defense has got to try its best to reverse the tricks. You know, Man, I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to make this a Dak Prescott bashing show, but teams ain't capitalized on Dak. It's been it's been a couple of times. I think about the, the Jets game, Sauce Gardner missed a pick. That would have been a pick six. He should have had two against the Cardinals. Uh, one of the linebackers dropped the ball. And not to mention the game the game clinching pick for the Cardinals where maybe he saw the linebacker, maybe he didn't. Maybe he was trying to fit it in somewhere. But he threw it right to him. But anyway, you got yeah, people. Yeah, sir. Yeah. Who, who, whose side you on? I know, but I'm just saying, man. I'm just tired of Dak being. You know, that bring us to NFL beef. Yeah. You know, we might as well get on with it. You know, the NFL. The N, uh, this is a segment we like to call NFL beef. I'm going to get some music for that sooner or later. But this is a segment we call NFL beef. Dak, Dak has beef. I was going to take it out, but I'm going to might as well put it in. Dak has beef with the media here in Dallas. He getting tired of them talking about old bring, what they say, bringing up old stuff. Old stuff. Old stuff. <laughs> yeah. He don't want to talk about the interceptions he threw last year. He don't want to talk about the ones he did this year. He don't want to talk about, you know, he told one of the reporters, if you really want to piss me off this week, keep asking me how I felt after the 49er game last year. Man. Please, man. Like we used to say, like that was last season. Let's concentrate on this season. You know, he he just want credit for improving a little bit. That's all. Who doesn't? Well, okay. All I can say is his improvement has been that they've taken the ball out of his hands a lot more. See, when Dak passes for like 45 times, you're getting, you getting picks and you're getting bad throws and all that. But I'm pretty sure if we looked up the stats, if he throws the ball under 30 times, which means the running back going to get the ball about 20 times, that way he don't have to carry the load and it cuts down on bad decisions he might make. He throw the ball 30 times or less, the Cowboys usually win. I bet that's about I bet I, I'm I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts that, that that's a winning record, and I'm, I apologize for not looking that up sooner. But this turned into the Dak show. But all right, anyway, let's move on. Uh, who else got Dak be- would appreciate it. Yeah, he appreciate it. You know, man, <laughs> I love Dak. I want Dak to get his money. I'm I've been Dak pro Dak the whole time. I just would like to see him play better, and he need to be Dak when he need to be Dak. But uh, anyway, who got who else got beef? That got beef. Who else got beef? Uh, let's see, Joe Burrows and 
Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, but Jamar Chase is not happy with the Bengals. And I think the Bengals are one and three. And I think he's not happy with the Bengals right now. Nobody's happy. But that goes with the position, though. Most receivers going to yap a little bit. Receivers and cornerbacks, them little athletic dudes, they always talking. And that's what I don't I don't know what Jamar Chase, exactly what he said, but he's not happy. And somebody, you know, and the Bengals always, Bengals always have problems. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, – the beef that I want to talk about too was Deshaun Watson and his coach. Deshaun said he couldn't go, that he couldn't play. He felt like he was injured. His ankle was injured. Well, the coach came out and said in the press conference, Deshaun could have played if he wanted to. Why would you do that? I mean, that's these coaches are tripping this year. The, the biggest, I say this a hundred times, the biggest relationship between the biggest relationship on a football team is between the coach and uh, and the quarterback. That, that relationship ain't good. Plus, plus, check this out: Deshaun got two hundred forty million guaranteed. Okay. okay. It's guaranteed. So. <laughs> the, the coach. Say that one more time. Two hundred forty million guaranteed. So, coach. Coach might not be, Coach might not be there, but Deshaun gonna be there. So throwing Deshaun under the bus is, is not, it's not gonna motivate him. It's not gonna do no good. He a professional, and plus he gotta protect himself. See, Coach don't like that. Coach must be feeling the hot seat. I don't know if Coach Stefanski, Stefanski in Cleveland is feeling the hot seat or not. But throwing your quarterback under the bus don't work, and you can't cut him. So right. what you gonna do? Be some handshaking and some hugging and some apologizing. Uh, let's see, what about uh, uh, Daniel Jones and Brian Dayball, the quarterback for uh, the Giants? Daniel Jones threw a game clinching or game losing interception against the Jets, where he had two people open and he just kind of threw it in the middle. <laughs> the guy picked it off and ran it back for a touchdown. I'm like, what's what's going on? Yeah, these weeks. Are unpredictable. Yeah, Brian. Some of these teams. Well, Brian Dayball went over there, took the tablet over there, and said, Daniel, what did you, you read his lip? Daniel, what did you see? I guess Daniel didn't give him the right answer because Dayball slung that dog on tablet. He just threw it down. I don't think that thing worked no more. But uh, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. And, and the craziest beef that we have is uh, Russell Wilson. And uh, Marshawn Lynch. What's that about? Yeah, that's that's this is interesting to say the least, because again, as we all know, Marshawn Lynch is no longer playing, and of course, Russell Wilson is. And so, to me, this you know, from my perspective, this might be just a little petty. I'm just gonna say that, um, because. There's rumor that Marshawn Lynch says that Russell Wilson was a bad teammate. He didn't let people have his phone number. And then there's talk about uh, Russell Wilson calling Marshawn Lynch from a blocked number. 
And so my my Sean Lynch saying he doesn't have his number. Yeah, still uh, right. And I don't know. And that Pete Carroll is protecting Russell Wilson. Yeah, well, so, mm-hmm. my problem my problem with all of that is is these guys. I, and I like Marshawn. Marshawn Lynch is a well loved player. But these guys are getting on these podcasts, and he was on Club Shay Shay with Shannon Sharp and Bar Shannon. I don't know. I like Shannon a lot, but Shannon's starting to be kind of messy because he's pulling a lot of stuff out of people, and that's what they going. I mean, everybody is taking their shots at Russell nowadays, and I, I think Russell is a good guy. I don't know about the teammate stuff and all that, but everybody want to. It's almost like some, like you say, it's petty. But you know, I'm, why you? Why does he have to be what everybody else want him to be? And then why do y'all keep going on these doggone podcasts and you know dishing the, what are they saying, pouring the tea or whatever, however they call it. Like, I'm a, I'm gonna say just like Dick was insinuating. Why we gotta keep bringing up old stuff? <laughs> yeah, well, that that's what they do now. Now I, I like the podcast when the athlete get on there. And tell you some stories that you didn't know behind the scenes. Those those right there are the most interesting, you know. Oh yeah, because I the, found a couple of them, like the D Wade story mm-hmm. when he had him on. I mm-hmm. thought that was good. Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett does a great podcast. Um, Matt Barnes and and uh, Stephen Jackson, all the smoke is a good, good podcast. Um, a lot of those podcasts they. they they don't really do that stuff. Now, Gilbert Arenas is somebody that's that's half crazy. I wouldn't recommend that. But uh, nah, I, I thought that Marshawn was being kind of petty. You know, that man didn't want to get involved with you. Okay, he didn't want to come to your party. Okay, I mean, I don't know. I didn't play pro ball, so I don't know how much they got to hang out hang out together to be to win a Super Bowl. They won one and they lost one, and I think everybody's still mad because Pete Carroll took care of Russell. And uh, they made sure Russell was the guy and all of that. Do we have any more beef? Did I miss anybody? Look, that's enough. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look, sounding like, look, I don't want to say it, but look, sounding like a little soap opera a little bit. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what they doing. That's what they do. That's what they do. Hey, it's it's a lot of stuff going on out there. Well, I feel like we got to do our college football news because um, it was a good weekend. Yeah, there was a loss, but it was a good game. You talking about USC, Colorado? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. I wish Coach Prime got – he don't have enough players right now. But, man, if he could put together four quarters of football – or at least just try to keep it decent in the first half. I think he could beat some of these teams he ain't supposed to beat. Because if they'd have played four quarters Saturday, they'd have whooped. Yeah. They'd have whooped. Uh, they'd have whooped but USC. You know what I noticed, and I think we, you and I, have probably had a conversation about this. But I just really noticed the players on Colorado. They're so much smaller than these other teams. So I'm just like, it's a dog fight. The, de- the defense <laughs> the defense is definitely smaller. 
the problem is, is they 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 haven't been in the weight room. They haven't been in the. Uh, they haven't put their system in. They wait, you know. They haven't. They've been training at other colleges, but they haven't trained in and trained together. And they got a small defense. They brought a lot of people from Jackson State, which is which is a lower division, a lower division. Plus, they they got a small, fast. They they predicated more on speed on their defense. So what happens is when Colorado's offense can't drive the ball, it makes it hard. That defense gets tired. And they they slow down, and they get run over. That's got that's got a lot to do with it, you know. So yeah, these other teams got these cornbread fed. But on on offense, they got some big guys, but they just not after. They just not good on the offensive line. Both line, offensive line and defensive line for Colorado is a problem for Colorado. But I think I think Coach Prime, you know, I still believe in Coach Prime, and Coach Prime gonna get it done. For sure, and he found he found him a, another receiver. Uh, Omarion Miller, the freshman, had seven for one ninety six and a touchdown. Deion said, "Hey, hey, he practiced like trash, but he played like a man. I had to get on his butt every day." But you know what? Don't let me tell you. Let's 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 see what Coach Prime said after the game. Now you understand where we are. You understand what could have and should have would have done if we did played the first half like we played the second. One play here and there. Keeping contained, doing your assignment, keeping the quarterback in the pocket, making the plays, making the blocks, getting that extra yard. You understand what could have happened. So understand that takes in your mouth and you don't want it again. Because I know we have something special here. You got to be a fool if you can't see what we're building here. I'm proud of each and every one of the coaches, including uh, 14 we're here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh! He had a buck 96. Uh, practice like government, play like a man. <laughs> play like a man. Uh, another guy been on his butt, and I'm not going to let off. I'm going to keep my foot on his throat because I know we have there. No matter where you at. What? Baby, T.O. always come, uh, who else, Simba, 
I might know I'm forgetting somebody. Tap in or let you a coach. Who else? Who else? Who else? C C C C Yeah, yeah. I can't hear this. I can't hear the ball even today. Daryl. Who else was in here? Daryl. Everybody. 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 Oh, Lecrae. Where you at, man? Hey, come on. We got gospel. Hey, Amen. Anybody else? Anybody else? Where my dog at? Travis. Travis on Leave Travis alone, man. <laughs> you got something you want to say to us? Because I love you, dog. What you're doing with this establishment is like, this is like a movie. Why don't It's just like a movie for real. Uh, you're making history. You know, I've never thought like I would just fly out to a football game and like just see this world that you built. It's like an empire. So I just, I take my hat off to y'all. I salute y'all boys. Y'all boys, y'all was hustling. Y'all did y'all thing. For real. Hey, man. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Let's roll. Hey, family on me, family on three. One, two, three. Man, man. I love it. I yeah. love it. About chills Wait, right now. Make me want to get out and suit up. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just the, the unity, the accountability. Uh, he wasn't saying it's a moral victory, but he said he was proud of his guys. You know, and he looked for the quitters on the sideline. Yeah, when you're in a game like that, you're getting the tar beat out of you. And unfortunately, I've been in more than a few like that. Uh, you do look for guys, you know, to start complaining and start whining and start talking about why they ain't play and all of that other stuff. But then, you know, you got Coach Brian holding them kids accountable. And what what that does is when, when Coach see you, he see you ain't, you ain't, you know, you ain't, crying and whining and pouting and all of that stuff when you're losing, guess what? You're going to be part of the winning. That, go, that goes a long way in the fabric of a team and the fabric of a locker room. You know. You know how that is. You was a competitor when you, when, when you ran track and y'all didn't, you know, y'all dropped a stick or y'all did something. And you know, you know oh, the pe- sure. people that was like, man, I knew you was terrible. You should have let me do that. You should have let me run that leg. Them people right there, you don't, you don't want that. You don't want that. You know. No, no. And, and I still say he's not, he's building men too, right? He's building those young men. Um, yeah. Because, you know, he knows that all of this all of them won't make it to the NFL, right? Yeah. But they still need to be um, you know, healthy, thriving men in society. Um, and so I feel like all the lessons, all that he's pouring into them is, you know, just invaluable. I, I second that because think about it. I second that big time because um, when they when they go out into the world <clears throat> and they get degreed and they go out into the world, they can say, "Yeah, man, I played at Colorado." You what? Oh, come talk to me. What is, what was it like with Coach Prime? You, you know, people in the interview gonna sit up a little bit. People gonna want to know what it was. That that stuff gonna open doors for them. You know, uh, people 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 tend to tend to do a little more for you. I'll give you a couple of chances, or they want to talk to you. I second what you're saying. You know, they're they going to get the opportunity and they're going to be able to take take uh, advantage of the opportunity because they're going to be done came through his system. That's hope, that's hope, that's hope against hope that he can keep it up. And uh, that's, that's just, I mean, it, it's just an incredible thing in the locker room. 
to have all them people. I I I looked all day to try to find that guy who said the stuff. I even Google did the Google image search. The young man who said what he said. And I couldn't get it. I'll have to send you that picture. Maybe you can tell me what he said because I thought it was outstanding. But moving on to uh, Texas OU. The Red River Rivalry. Red River Rivalry shootout. Whatever you want to call it. It's that time of year. And uh, I have a friend of mine that used to call me. His name is Tom, and he used to call me uh, from the from the Red River Shootout every year, drunk as hell. He he a diehard Longhorn fan, and I'd get that call. <laughs> he thought he was being clever, you know what I'm saying? You know how people are when they when they loaded. He thought he was being, hey man, how you doing, man? We we lost again. All the OU fans are buying us drinks up here. It's like, yeah, I can imagine. So it's kind of it's 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 really traditional. You know it's bad if 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 you if you lose the game and all your your arch rivals start buying you drinks and you drinking them, so that's some crazy stuff going on. With that I think uh, I think this year I I think I I think OU gonna get them because Texas is ranked higher. OU is like twelve. I think Texas is in the top ten, and I think. Uh, oh, you might sneak up on them because Texas be feeling themselves sometimes. They get cocky sometimes, and they beat the Texas beat the crap out of OU last year. I'm just hoping for a good game. When those two programs are good in college football, it's good for college football, and I'm hoping for a pretty good game this year. For sure, you know. I just say it's also you know reminiscent of the time of the year, right? Mm-hmm. So fair time the, the state fair and. That means fall is around the corner. Temperatures are gonna get a little cooler. So yeah. It's it's something to look forward to yeah. every year. I might make it to the state fair for the first time in about twenty years. But man, it's expensive. Oh yeah. And it just Goodness. keep going up. Yeah. Look, that's the saying about everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The state fair is no stranger to the inflation also. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Um, so we're at the point of our show where we make our prediction. And I'm telling you, we got to tally this stuff because I know I'm getting my butt kicked. <laughs> so it, it is, it is Look, what it is. We just go. We're not going to tell nobody. Yeah, we're going to tell somebody. We got to go and tally that. You got to go on tally that. We got to start keeping up with yeah, it. All right. Yeah. All right. So, 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 do the loser go first? Do the loser go first or do the winner go first? How we doing this? I don't know. I'm gonna give you the. I'm gonna give you the right away here. All right. I'm predicting. Uh, I don't want to jinx the Cowboys, so I'm predicting. Uh, uh, 21-17, 49ers win. Huh? Well, if All I do right. it, if I do it backwards, it'll go the other way. So it's twenty-one seventeen. I'm sorry, twenty-one seventeen. Forty-nine ers win. Hmm. I don't like that. All right. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I'm saying nineteen 
12, just like the previous playoff game. But I'm saying the Cowboys win. And it's a nail-biter. It goes down to the minute. All right, then. Well, that concludes our show. We'd like to thank you all for listening. And as always, check us out next time. This is Joe for Janelle. This has been I Said What I Said.